Hey, Mid-Atlantic, it's me, Winter. Just a heads up, I'm going to ice and snow all week. But if you're driving a Honda, you'll be fine. And right now, Honda is offering its best ever APR on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, and more. With real-time all-wheel drive and all the safety features included with Honda Sensing, like a collision mitigation braking system and adaptive cruise control. Oh, and don't forget to turn on your heated seats. It's going to get cold. Sorry. See your local Honda dealer today. Real talk, real people. We are the voice of the people, so let's talk. Who's better for the people to hear than the people themselves? Hello and welcome to another show, True Talk. Thank you everybody for joining. We've got another epic show, show coming up right now. We have a lovely young lady, a lovely, talented young lady who um, has blown me away with her testimony on how she uh, uses music. And, um, you know, stay tuned. It's going to really be something for you to, to hear, food for thought and encouragement. So right now I want to introduce Kelly Evers. Kelly, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? That's not too bad. Lovely to, uh, for you to join us on our show today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so let's get into this because, you know, we spoke the other day and I know that um, I was saying to you, like, you just blew me away with your testimony there. So as I've already mentioned, you're, you're a singer, yeah? Yeah. Singer, songwriter. Singer, songwriter, yeah. And also a life coach. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's get into this the singing. What what at what age did you realize you could sing? I spent like my childhood singing. I just I think I could sing. Well, I was singing before I could talk. Um, I remember being seven when I wrote my first proper song on the keyboard um, or piano, one of those things. <laughs> and um, but I always grew up with music in my house because my older sister Natalie Erez, she is a singer songwriter producer. So I always had like music being created around me um, and she taught me how to sing harmonies and we'd write together and stuff. And then kind of, yeah, doing my own things as well, which is really cool. That's great. So your sister got you into, into music. Yeah, we do. We, we actually have it in our family. Like I think it's our great grandma or something. We don't really know too much information, but apparently she's, she was like um, a famous singer and then she'd travel everywhere and people would request her to sing at events and things. And my dad's musical, he plays different instruments. And so we kind of, we had it around us. Okay. Okay. So music is a big part of your life. Yeah. So I want to get into this because I really want the, the listeners to hear this. Um, so you use music to, for like therapy, don't you? Yeah. It's an outlet for me. It, um, whether I'm listening to it or creating it, it's just such a it's such a powerful vehicle to get my feelings out. Um, whether it's through someone else's work that I'm just relating to a song, or whether I'm writing my thoughts, I call I call my songs like diary entries to melodies. Okay. Um, most of them, most of them are autobiographical, and it's just a nice way of releasing the energy and what's going on my thoughts in my in my head mm-hmm. so tell us a bit about that because you went through a little bit of a hard time just tell us about that and how music got you through that 
Um, well, I think like like a lot of us, we've, we all go through our trials and tribulations. Are like you know things things that happen to us. Um, music's just always been there. So whenever I've gone through something, whether it be health wise or um, maybe you know things that people have said around me that might upset me, mm. I just music is my go to. Um, and I normally sit there with my like either a pen and paper and I jot things down or nowadays it's in my phone or I used to I used to walk around with a dictaphone all the time now I do it on my voice notes on my phone which is brilliant um and I just kind of would sing make up stuff about what was going on like make up lines that would hit what was going on at the time like because I know you wanted to become a professional singer and some things were said to you that kind of made you stop and got you into yeah. a sad place. Um, yeah. Talk, talk, talk. Well, well, I I always loved to sing and write. And um, since I was young, image has always been really important to people that I've approached or people that have approached me with music. And I'm not sure how deep to go into this and whether to make a thing of it. I know I mentioned before I wasn't sure if I'd if I talk about it, but um, let's just say that image is important, and a lot of people, even when I was a lot smaller than I am now, um, people would say to me, "I'll come back when we can call, put you on the cover of FHM," or you know, um, or I'd sing at a place like in Covent Garden, the spot. I don't know if you if anyone remembers that, but it was a really cool yeah. underground bar. And we'd go and oh, it's so amazing. There'd be live musicians and stuff. Anyway, so I'd like sing and we'd get on and it would be really cool. And then people would come up to me after and then they'd be like, um, yeah, you were really good, but you see your friend, like you need to look like her and like, we'll talk, call me when you, you know, when you get, when you're a lot slimmer. And I was like so much slimmer then. I was like size 12, 14. So anyway, but, um, but basically what was happening is that I had a lot of things like this happen during my, I don't know, a quest or during my my journey to, to be doing music. Yeah. And um, I just kept encountering people that said, you know, whether it was management or people around me, producers, and they'd just be like, sorry, but if you want to make it anorexics on the CD, you know, you've got to be super slim. Oh. And at the time, yeah. I didn't really, I just didn't even really think so much about it. I just thought, okay, I get it. It's music business. And, you know, I've been, it's really strange to start an interview. I've never, ever, ever spoken about this. It's very strange to, to start talking about this. But um, just while we're on it, there was, for example, somebody that I was working closely with and he, we were, you know, we were recording music together and, and as I say, I was a lot slimmer. I wasn't like a stick or anything, but he, I remember one thing in particular that, that still kind of feels really uncomfortable for me to think about. And he said, imagine that there, you know, there's these singers, there's these things going on a, on a conveyor belt, a conveyor belt at a shop. And he said that I'm like a, de- a defective product mm. and people, <laughs> so people were like, not going to want it. They're just going to want to put it back or like not, or, you know, and so I, and I grew up just thinking, I don't know, I'm a very like understanding person. Like and I, whenever someone would say anything to me, I would just be like, okay, I get, I understand why they're saying that and blah, blah, blah. But it's not now, uh, and now I'm older, you know, time's passed and 
I've been through a lot of other stuff, you know, as I, I, I didn't go into detail, but briefly mentioned a few health things that happened. Um, but it just puts it into perspective. And now I just think, you know, it's great to like be, um, yeah. you know, it's great. Yeah. Great to be, to be me. <laughs> and regardless of what I look like and, and, um, well, I I do think that it's nice and you know it's good to be healthy and you know slim or whatever like whatever's comfortable. I do agree with that, um, but you know not everyone can be like that all the time. And I think what I've learned from this is instead of pausing and on something that you love or something that's your outlet, which for me was music, mm. I went through a few years where I thought, oh, I'm not gonna maybe I can't do this. So then I switched to more songwriting for other people. And then I just thought, oh no, but I love to sing. Like I want to do it as well. And it just took me a long time. And then I realized it's about finding people that accept you and that want to work with you. And that isn't at the forefront of their minds. And um, things are just much better since I've gone back to it. Sorry. That's great. So how did you actually, I mean, that's crazy. You're defective by it. That's nuts. That is so (laughs) not, I mean, it's your talent. your talent is you know, supposed to be making room for you and they're coming off and all that. So how did you um get through it? Was how did you get what did you use to get through them times? Well, at the time, I think I just I was just like matter of fact about it. I was just like, okay, I get it. Like I need to just lose weight and I need to do this and do that. And I was going to the gym and I was, I don't know, like eating like going on this diet and that diet. And um, I just didn't think too much about it, but it was after, it was a while later. And then what would happen is that people would leave, people would leave me. They'd be like, oh, there's not, you know, there's nothing really we can do with you anymore. Like we're not going to be able to take this further because I didn't look the part. And then we'd end like our professional relationship in that sense. And it left me feeling a bit like, wow, okay, that's, you know, that's not, <laughs> that's not very nice. But, oh. Um, and you know, this was, this was years ago before we had, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of thing, but it was really important. Like it was an important time because at that time I was immersed with people who I was making music with and surrounded myself with these people who were on a journey, but just mainly because I didn't get down to to model thin. Um, it just didn't work out. So it did have a very, very big impact on my self-esteem and it, it's taken me years to undo it and I feel I did I feel like funny saying this because people go through so much worse you know this was only you know just one part of something that can happen to someone but it is very powerful you know words are very very powerful words have meaning and attachments to them and you know when you hear someone say something to you whether if it's negative like we tend as people to replay those in our minds maybe a bit more than the positive um sometimes and it just wasn't so nice um but I I am doing much better now like I just I feel like I've stripped away like the negativity and it's much more acceptable to be ourselves now as well it's amazing what some other other artists are doing and um and not just with weight i mean for me it was with, with weight but for a lot of other people it was mental health and depression yeah. and anxiety all these, these things everyone you know has their own something that they battle with and yeah. it's so much better now you know we can just be a bit more honest about how we are and not everything's de- de- dependent on 
you know one person or one company to decide to you know take it further with you you can put, release music yourself and it's yeah, great which is, which is great so now you can be like your own boss but uh, um what happened to your music in that time what did you use it to heal yourself did you, did you just pull it down what what actually happened to music with you in that time um i always wrote and I there was a time when I was promoting some music and then I just felt gosh I can't go out like this and you know a lot of people are saying I'm overweight and and they're gonna laugh you know (laughs) these horrible things and I wasn't even that fat I was like a size 12 like 14 sometimes a 60 you know like it wasn't horrendous like it and and even if it was you know like it's just not nice to be treated like that but I understand because the people that I'm you know that I had around me were sorry I'm just going a bit off your question I just wanted to say that um the people that are around me they're also like under pressure so they're thinking hey we've got to get this person ready and then that's going to attract the attention we'll have a better chance of working with you know a big company because that's what they want and blah 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 so everyone I think we're just trying to pull together and doing their bits but it wasn't it just wasn't a comfortable ideal situation um and and then there was a point where I kind of stopped doing music and I kind of thought oh maybe it's not meant to be maybe I'm not meant to be doing this um but I I couldn't put it down for long at all it was Mm. it's just my therapy everything to me is my therapy it's my outlet Mm. I think think that's great for people to hear like not to give up on your dream because you know the things we're born with is those are the things that's supposed to make room for us and yeah and anybody and everybody sometimes feels like when you're going somewhere and you have a dream to get there, it's like the whole world and its mother come against you to try and force you not to go where you need or where you want to go. I need to go, you know. So I'm glad to hear that yeah. you did not uh, give up. But anyway, continue. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, you're right. You're right. It's true. And But you know what the funny thing is, is that a lot of the people that were saying these things to me were actually really nice to me. And I think that makes it really like even more confusing. I don't know. It was just like, it was so strange. Like now I think about it, you know, more objectively and I think back to it and I just think, you know, these people, I spent a lot of time with them over the years, like a lot of my, you know, formative years, like in terms of coming into myself and growing into an adult from a teen, from, you know, from teenage years to, you know, adulthoods and, uh, you know, in my twenties and, so I just remember feeling oh yeah they're right they're right and then me just being embarrassed to turn up like I turn I go somewhere and they'd look me up and down and be like you know I remember there was one time I turned up to a photo shoot and this one oh god this is really weird I'm like I feel like I'm just bashing everyone but I just remember this this time I, I turned up for a photo shoot and uh one of the people that I was working with was um they sort of swear they were like oh for f sake kelly like why couldn't you lose weight and now the pictures aren't going to be like you know it's just really like, and now i just think about it i'm like oh my gosh like it's crazy um and they meant well you know like they just thought because they wanted the whole project to be to be real but you know everyone's got issues like they need to chill out do you know what i mean they need to, <laughs> it's more important things in life like for goodness sake so, the, so you know you go coming up um in that time didn't you see have a big like big artist is singing. Yeah, but I, remember, you know, it was I remember on the telly watching 
a lot of big women like themselves. Not a lot, but there was, I remember seeing some big women that could, and some even some big men that could really sing, but they were massive. You probably seen the obese, but they were they were mad. They could sing, and that never stopped them from going anywhere. So. I know it's great, isn't it? It's great. I think I I lost a lot of confidence. I really, and I think that just comes across. I think when someone, it's how you take it. You know, like when someone comes across as unconfident and, and, and nervous and they, you know, believing that they're not meant to be there because they're not ready yet, it just doesn't really work as well as someone who just thinks this is how, this is how it is now. And this is my thing and I'm doing it. I think that can make a big impact. Mm. And also whenever I did say something like, you know, compare myself to other larger singers, mm. they would say the same thing to me, the people that I was working with, they'd be like, well, that's the exception rather than the rule. And, wow. and well, you don't you don't have a voice that's um, you know like as powerful and that that voice suits that person and it suits him to have a big a big body and a big voice and I don't know it's just there was every explanation given to me under the sun um, and yeah it definitely impacted me but I refuse to let it impact me anymore I'm on my journey and yes. and uh, for I'm people. <laughs> Tell yeah, told us how the music has healed you. Gone up on and get to. You. How has it healed me? Well, I put I. It's you know, it's like it's a relief. So I write down what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and when I hear it back, it's almost like aff- affirmative. Like it's affirming my positive beliefs, or um, I don't know. And a lot. Uh, sorry, I've got to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think about and also relationships a lot about relationships that I that I wrote and so sometimes it's not I'm focused on other things and music heals emotions whether I'm talking about a you know past relationship or a breakup or mm. um maybe feeling a bit isolated or uh you know what I was like there's a song there's a song that I wrote called Letters I mean this is this is going back a while back now um I think it was 2010 2011 yeah. um and it was on my first EP and it was one of the first things that I put up on YouTube years ago, an acoustic version um, with my sister playing it on the keyboard. And that was about um, having a feeling that yeah. the person that I was with was seeing somebody else at the same time. Okay. And um, how we wrote that, my sister came around one day and she uh, she was like, right, we've got to get rid of all the clutter. And and I remember she she was like, right, you don't need this, you don't need that. And we were going through all my cupboards and getting rid of like clothes and old letters and all of this that I didn't need. So things that could go to charity shop and things um, and places. And I remember I had all these like letters and photographs and past relationships, friendships and or, you know, people I was close with that maybe didn't. Uh, pan out you know that was relevant yeah. for a time and yeah. and I'll be like oh but they're memories and I want to keep it and and she was like my sister's like no you've got to get rid of it um uh just keep a few select things in a memory box that make you feel good and don't have this energy you know lingering around That's so right. and then you know like sometimes everything's got energy and so sometimes when you hold on to things it's hard to move on like because you've got less space to hold on to the next thing yeah, and so I say that again or even to look forward yeah to something yeah it's hard for you to look that's right yeah because you're because you're like focus on the on what a spin um anyway so we got rid of some stuff and 
I just felt so much better. And my sister's also a hairdresser, a hairstylist, and she um, she cut my hair shortly after. And I just remember something very energetic about cutting hair. I love long hair. I mean, I love it. But um, but there was something energetic about cutting hair and just get, just starting anew, like fresh. And, um, yeah, that made a big difference. So, anyway, so that song made a big difference to me because it was about moving on. So some of the words are, um, now I'm getting rid of all your letters, messages on my phone because right now getting overused, what matters, can't let go while moving on. Um, for example yeah. and um and then when I put it out I remember I was getting all these messages that were so lovely the messages on YouTube from listeners and they would be like oh I've just I've been listening to this song while clearing out my garage and it's really helped me get over this relationship and thank you and it's so cool that it's like had a bit of an impact for people it's amazing yeah because I think one of the reasons why I call myself True Talk and I've uh, now evolved it into True Talk with real people, where I'm going to be doing more interviews like this, is because people, we are the voice of the, the people, are the voice of the people. So who better to talk to the people than the people themselves? That like we're on the ground with everybody. We're mm. not there in, in the, with, with, you know, the, we're not celebrities. We're here on the ground with everybody. And to know that you can get through this and you're not a celebrity, you're not at that big status. It's giving more hope to someone to say, you know what, I think I can do it as well. Yeah. So, so you know, it's, 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 I'm very proud of you. I'm, and, it, and it's amazing that you actually got through it and kept your dream. Because some people get through stuff, but they forget their dream, you know? Oh, and I thank think, you. Yeah, I think you've done amazing. So well done to you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people, they think, you know, some people just think more business minded, you know, like um, equate success with, you know, monetary uh, reward or whatever. And, and you know, how famous someone is and stuff. But, and that would be great. I, I'm aiming to get more exposure and I would love my music to go further. I yeah. would. Um, but. I feel like it is successful. It's already successful because exactly. I've, I'm yeah. now, you know, I'm putting my feelings out. I'm creating this music. I'm working with wonderful musicians and producers, um, I'm, you know, recording, releasing stuff on Spotify, putting stuff up on YouTube, Instagram, whatever. And it just, it's the, even that in itself is a success because how many times, it, it, you know, it's common. So many people could could just wish to do it and think and not put themselves out there which is what I spent a good few years doing because I felt nervous to put myself out there again what yeah. people are going to say or this or that and I just thought it's just what is the point like what why how much time can we waste doing that like who cares and I read this post I think from someone they said something like um you know when people think oh shall I post this or this picture or that and what are people going to say like I think I read this post and someone said like no one cares and I just thought you know what that's quite cool obviously not in a bad way but as in like so what if it's not like the perfect picture or the perfect angle we've got like double chins or I don't know whatever like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of them people out there on 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 um like the front covers of magazines or on the internet yeah they all been airbrushed <laughs> you know what I mean they all know, yeah chopped a certain way you know so even even sometimes when you got to sing, they can't sing live and things like that, you know. So, so sometimes they they sell you, they sell it you a dream. Yeah. Do you remember years ago there was um, 
Oh, what was her name? There was um, her name was gone out of my head. From Mystique, um, you know the the singer with curly hair. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Um, yeah, I remember her name. Anyway, go on. You know, go on. Anyway, I remember. Bit. I remember one time watching this program that she did, and she went and you know she's gorgeous, and she went round to all these magazines and tried to find someone who would agree to put her in the magazine. I can't remember if it was on the cover or just an article without any airbrushing. And everyone refused. They were like, no, we can't do that. And I remember she went on this mission, literally, and she was, you know, she's already famous and gorgeous. And and no, I, I don't know if she found one person at the end, I'm not sure, but I just remember her showing that loads of people said, no, no, we can't do that straight away, even before they'd even taken pictures. Crazy. Because it's all glitz and glamour. It's not yeah. reality. Yeah, and it, you know it's nice sometimes. Like, why not? You know, enhance something a bit, a bit. But it's not not like all the time, and not too much because otherwise it's like it ends up looking like a cartoon. Like, why? You know, like it's nice to be I like real. Even that it's like it's also to be told that you can't cut it because of your weight as well. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, how many other young people, male and female, are going through that right now? That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I um, do, you know, like, like, sorry, go on. No, I'm, say, I'm glad you come on the show to to actually, exp- you know, tell people that you can do it no matter. Cause I say all the time to them, I say, you know, make a decision and just go for it, you know. And yeah. I'm glad that you've come to say, come to take, give us your little uh, testimony there about your life because um, there's many people in situations that feel like they can't do it or they've been told that they can't do it, and then. That word, like you said, is quite powerful, has, has held them in bondage. Mm. And, you know, we need to just get get rid of them things and look forward and go forward and not look back, you know? My mum yeah. helped me never look back, no matter what I'm doing, never look back. So it's hard for me now to look back on something. I guess I have to keep going because she drummed it into me from a kid. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, look to the future. I think yeah. it's good it's good to obviously reflect you know back and like learn and things like that but not not to be held in the past yeah you know yeah. Like look forwards don't you know look back for reference or whatever but not to I like think, live in the past yeah yeah exactly. I think some people they don't know how to not let their past dictate their future they allow it to happen they don't know how to yeah. uh, let it happen you know so you know I'm glad you come on the show because I'm sure some of the people are gonna now think right. I can do this, you know. Uh, It'd be amazing if it is, if it inspires anyone. That'd be amazing. Like if if it does inspire anyone, please let me know. I would love to hear anything. Any now about your life, your life coaching. Yeah. Right. So how did you get into that then? So I've always been interested in personal development. I remember when I was. Uh, oh, how old was I? I don't know, 13 or something. I'd go to WH Smith after school and uh, I'd hang, I'm from Stratford in East London and I'd, I used to have to get like a bus and a train to school. So on the way back, I used to go to WH Smith and I used to look at the music magazines like Blues and Soul and things that I couldn't afford. <laughs> I just wanted to look through. And then there were two sections I'd go to. So there was a music section and then there was the personal development section and I'd flick through different books and I just think this is so cool. Like all these like books about how we can, our mind, how we can change our thoughts and how our mind works and have positive affirmations. Um, 
And I think one of the first books that I picked up was, do you remember the Little Book of Calm? It's like a tiny book. No, you might you maybe you would like recognize it if you saw it there but it was just a little book and it would it had little quotes in um or little suggestions that you could do one on each page like i can't even think of an example now but maybe something like um look at the sky and appreciate i don't know what's going on around or something the bird in the sky or something and it would just calm you down and um I just always be drawn to, to these books and I think, oh, I'd, I, and I'd read like nuggets of information. I think like people should know this. Like I want to learn more so I can try and pass it on to people. Um, and sorry, were you going to say something? No, no, no. no. Oh, I waffled, didn't I? Sorry. So when you go through, when, when you go through your, your life course, what, how do you, what method do you use? What do you use? Um, you know, people have different methods. Some people, you know, they want to know about the history. Some people use, um, you know, to bring them to a place where they get they're open to talk or they get them more comfortable. Mm. What do you use to help somebody get through their thing? So my my coaching style is really relaxed. It's it's almost like this, you know, I would sit with somebody and it's kind of like conversations on a couch type thing with a cup of coffee or tea or herbal tea or whatever, water. And we'd sit down at the moment. I'm doing a lot on um, Zoom and, um, you know, online because of the whole lockdown thing. Um, and even even before that, I was doing quite a bit online as well because people can be from all over the place and, and connect, which is amazing. Um, and typically we would um so we'd start by talking about what's going on in in the, the person's life and then we'd narrow it down to some things that would be really useful to talk about and then initially once we'd get started with our first proper um coaching session we'd pick a topic um and then I sort of guide the person through what would their outcome um be what would they like to achieve at the end of the session so for example let's say um let me think of a topic so let's say that they are confused about whether to end a relationship I don't know why I've just gone to that but I think it's because the letters reference but anyway let's just say they're they're not sure whether to end a relationship for example Um, and so I would say something like what um you know we talk about the relationship and I'd be like what would you like to arrive at at the end of the session so maybe they might say i just want to be a little bit clearer yeah maybe i'll say how much clearer maybe we'll have to put a percentage or something so we yeah. can measure it um or maybe they'll just say i want to actually arrive at a decision or i don't know they'll, they'll just pick something and um and then I'll ask some questions like how will you know when you've got there and what can I do to help what role would you like me to play and we'll have this conversation and i would ask them sort of insightful questions that would make them change their perspective or see things differently or reinforce what they already thought and it's just really helpful to have someone to bounce off um do you use you, you, you music in for this place for this life coaching um i do actually sometimes i coach i um i coach people and sometimes I encourage them to put their feelings into a song. So sometimes it can actually turn into a songwriting session or, okay. um, you know, or we'll think of a song that represents what they're going through and we'll dissect the lyrics and we'll talk about how it relates to them. 
Um, I also do a, a coaching in the music industry. So I coach other singers, other artists, producers, because they're under a lot of pressures. Yeah. And um, I can relate to, uh, you know, some of those pressures and being in the same industry. And it's it's quite useful to speak to somebody who kind of, uh, like I have a lot of patience and a lot of um, empathy and this is what people say and I just I just feel like I have because I love it like I it really brings me a pleasure like I want to try to help people and be there for them um and it's just nice to speak to somebody who's calm and who can they could just feel people say to me like they they feel like they can tell me stuff like they tell me stuff that they've never told anyone else or they just feel comfortable like it's non-judgmental um and sometimes they might just want to know how to reduce their anxiety and you know we can do things like affirmations or meditation so it's a real mixed Um, yeah for example so you know there might be whether it's like a breathing exercise or a guided meditation so maybe you know um like from head to toe for example if I'll, i'll be like okay so this thought that you're thinking of um like fit where are you feeling it now and then imagine it passing through down your head and your neck and your shoulders and and it going out into your hands down your arms and out your hands you know things like that and um visualizations maybe they've got a goal they want to achieve they want to i don't know whether it's a buy a house or they want to uh, change jobs um or find a partner and sometimes we do visualizations okay um, so and go after it yeah you know there's things that we can do like vision boards and um and then having a coach having a life coach is um, i think a lot of people don't um, it's quite new the concept's quite new to them still or just a bit unfamiliar um but so it's kind of somewhere in between a counselor and i'm not sure if mentor is the right word but someone just to bounce off like a buddy um And it's it's good to check in with that person. So whether it's uh, weekly sessions or fortnightly, um, so we'll write goals and we'll say what do they want to achieve by the next session. And there'll be you know like homework, homework, like fun work, whatever <laughs> yeah. to do. And it's just really, it's really rewarding, and it's so nice to 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 be on the call with someone and then say, you know, when you say how did it go last week, what did you do, and they're like, oh yeah, I did this, I I finished my coursework, or I, um, you know, wrote this song, or I found this producer, whatever it is that they, what's their goal? Um, yeah. I cooked more. I don't know. I was more organised. I got round to doing that spring clean finally. It's just, um. God, it sounds like a real selling pitch that I'm doing. <laughs> I just get really excited I'm, about it. Sorry. You mentioned some things I think I might get, I might get, I might get a mood board, a mood board, yeah. Yeah. kind of board to make me get focused a bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, everybody um, wants to know what you sound like when you sing. So, could you drop us a couple bars or a couple oh. notes? <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, Okay, one second, let me think. Yeah, All right, okay, oh, there's a song um, yeah. that I've written uh, called Shine. I wrote it with um, a producer called Joe Rodwell originally. Yeah. And um, we've just done a remix of it with uh, the 
urban underground soul collective um the a producer that i'm working with called kenny kenny hyper and we're just editing like a kind of home video about it so i'm going to release it soon but this is all about feeling um expressing feeling our emotions and being comfortable with expressing how we feel um like not stopping ourselves from crying if we need to cry to get it out and make us feel better and so it's called shine so maybe i'll sing a little bit of that um go ahead all right (laughs) (laughs) so weird okay hang on um baby i know it's been hard on you so many stories being told to you this way, that way, don't want to go the wrong way, but I'm here for you, yeah, 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 while you find your way. Anyway, so that that's kind of like yeah. that thing with someone supporting them. Yeah, round of applause. <laughs> Oh, great. Where can everybody find you? Um, so I'm on um, Instagram. It's and Instagram it's Telly Erez, okay, E W L Y E R E Z. Um, YouTube.com slash Telly Erez. Um, on Facebook, it's Kelly Erez Music. Um, my website, Kelly Erez.com. And okay, on True Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna be uh this is gonna be really big. I'm really thankful for you coming on on um on the show, Kelly. Um, Thank you so much I'm for sure, having me. I'm sure uh, people have, would would have been benefiting from the things you've said because, like I said before, not everybody has gone through something and kept their dream. You know, they've changed directions, and and on the moral of the story, guys. Hold on to what's yours, whatever you have, whatever you even if it's drawing, you know, it's your talent, it's your gift from above. So true. Yeah, go out there and claim what's yours. It's not no one else's, it's yours. If it wasn't yours, you wouldn't have it. So you you have it for a reason. Go out there and the Bible says that your 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 gifts will make room for you. Mm. So go and do something with your gift. Kelly, I want to thank you again Amen. for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, I want to thank you again for coming. Uh, lovely people. Have a great day, afternoon, morning, wherever you are. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Take care. You know, bye. Bye. find this podcast on the itunes store the apple podcast app google play store and all other leading podcast apps just search for true talk podcast which is hosted by deep sound radio hit the subscribe or follow button when you find it that way you'll get a notification when each new episode has landed every monday morning alternatively you can listen via the website on deepsoundradio.com and click on true talk in the podcast menu
Hey, Mid-Atlantic, it's me, Winter. Just a heads up, I'm going to ice and snow all week. But if you're driving a Honda, you'll be fine. And right now, Honda is offering its best ever APR on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, and more. With real-time all-wheel drive and all the safety features included with Honda Sensing, like a collision mitigation braking system and adaptive cruise control. Oh, and don't forget to turn on your heated seats. It's going to get cold. Sorry. See your local Honda dealer today. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 